I know it's a little unusual there at the beginning. You seem to have lost the priest, but uh, I had forgotten my homily notes. And I thought, well, we can't have like a short sermon, can we? You know. Anyway, it's good to be back. I had a wonderful trip with my siblings. I put a few photos in the bulletin. I know some of you have done those uh, river cruises in Europe. It's just beautiful. So thank you, Lord. We had a a wonderful time. Uh, We all seemed to get along. No major arguments. You know, we had never actually done that before we had talked about it. There are two spouses, you know, with my siblings. But they said, no, you guys just go. So we had a great time. Thank you, Lord, for travel. Uh, the Marthas gave a little pulpit talk here at the beginning. So just to add my personal appreciation for what they do, our funeral lunch ministry, our funeral lunch committee, affectionately called the Marthas, is just wonderful. Perhaps uh, some of you have enjoyed uh, their ministry when you buried a loved one. So uh, God bless the Marthas. And speaking of burying loved ones, again, you'll hear the names. So we always remember and pray for uh, those families uh, who bury their loved ones. Uh, My apologies to uh, Maggie. I had the wrong page here marked. And uh, so I I don't want you to miss this beautiful, inspiring story in the first reading. You know, it was uh, the people of old, they were journeying through the desert. And, you know, at times the journey would get difficult. And so this Amalek and the tribe, you know, that attacked the people of old. And it's symbolic for what is difficult for us, you know, in our lives. What can be difficult? What can make us, you know, grow weary and feel like, you know, why pray? And so it's symbolic And so Moses, of course, stands up on a hill, you know, with his arms outstretched like this. And the story says, well, as long as he held his arms up, the people did well. But he grew weary. Maybe it would be like my homily. I could keep talking for as long as I could hold my arms. And when they grow weary, I would have to quit. So there would be a lot of short sermons, because I can already feel it, like, oh. So that's a beautiful story there of Moses praying, uh, but he, he, he needed helpers, see, so he grew weary, and his arms were sagging, and then the battle went poorly, and so, well, his friends, two people came and, you know, got under his, propped his arms up, and then, you know, with his, with the help of his friends, Way all was well, see. So that's why we pray together for one another. We can pray privately, but that's the beauty of a Sunday Mass coming together. And where two or three are gathered in my name, the Lord is there with us. So the power of group prayer. Special prayer for our shut-ins. You you may always see someone walk off in the back there. What they're doing is we tape our homilies, especially for our homebound parishioners. So, uh, hello and blessings to our homebound parishioners. You're always on our minds and in our prayers. And hopefully we help you, support you, hold you up by our prayerful support here in church.
Remember Vatican II and some of the changes. I know at our 1130 Mass, our you know youth choir, and so even some of our young people m- might not remember this too much, but those of us a bit older <coughs> remember Vatican II in the early 60s, and then there were some changes in Mass. Things were changed, things were added. And I was thinking, well, what would people mostly say? You know, see, what was, what was changed? What was added? Well, I bet you would say uh, Mass is in English now. Remember, those of us a bit older, it was in Latin. The priest faces the people, prays with the people. I guess the old gesture, remember, you know, kind of uh, facing, uh, uh, leading the people, you know, to heaven. Maybe, but now, you know, facing the people. What else would you think of? I bet the sign of peace. See, you know, all these things added to our Mass some years ago. But our readings today reminded me of another one. You know what was added? We might not think of it. The petitions. So the, the idea, well, we can all pray, and that's what we're doing, see. But, well... Are there some prayers that we want to pray together? See, I just asked, I always ask my servers, you know, well, what do you want to pray for? Who are you praying for? One of them said, me, I have a cold. And I, I told the servant, well, you know, so do I. I, I came back with a, a bit of a cold and I said, well, we're praying for each other. Somebody will say, oh yeah, I'm praying for my dad or a grandma and grandpa, see, that's the idea of petitions coming together. Because what can happen? We can grow weary. I know the, the gospel reading ends with these uh, beautiful uh, phrases like questions. huh? You know, will he be slow to answer? Doesn't the Lord want to give good things to his children? See, then I was thinking, oh, Psalm 13. It's good to remember Psalm 13. Maybe if you're wondering about some prayer intentions and you think, does the Lord hear me? Does he care about me? Why well, pray Psalm 13. How long, O Lord, must I keep waiting? We're all, we all feel like that at times. See? And so be persistent in your prayers. Be persistent. See, So that beautiful parable... And I was thinking, well, not as man sees, does God see? Because when we hear this, what do we, you know, people would not like this. Like, do not do this to me. If you want something in the parish, and if you think, well, we're not doing it, see? Do not, what, pester, hound, you know, just whine on and on forever. My dad was an old German, you know, when he said no... That was it, see, you know. But see, not as man sees, does God see, see. And so God sees what, you know, persistence, faithful praying. I know it's our parish feast day today. Well, actually, it was Wednesday, October 16th, our parish feast day, St. Margaret Mary Alico. And, of course, thus, we're celebrating our parish feast day with donuts there's a, another patron saint of St. Louis, Rose Philippine de Chen. And remember, she went out and, well, she started the first Catholic school in this neighborhood in St. Charles. 
But her real desire was to go and to kind of teach the Indians. She had trouble with that, you know. But remember what the Indians called her? They had a word. I don't know that that language, but it's translated St. Rose Philippine to Shen. They called her woman who prays always. St. Rose Philippine to Shen. The one who prays always. See? So that's the idea of our readings today. Be persistent. We pray for one another. See? Because Moses, his arms grew weary and he needed a little support. So whatever our intentions are, and that's the symbol of this Amalek here, of difficulties, challenges, health problems, jobs, etc. People in our lives, it can be a little difficult. Family members, friends, see, well, that's symbolic there. Amalek was kind of attacking the people. And Moses tried to lift up his arms and pray for them. When his arms were outstretched, and he, they did well. But Moses grew weary, and he needed a little help.